better place because you are here to join us. My name is Matt Brown, and I am the host of the Productive Conversations podcast, and we have an emergency instant reaction podcast happening right now. And what brings us here today? Well, the fact of the matter is that the New York Knicks have been eliminated from the NBA playoffs. They lose game five of the first round of the NBA playoffs to the Atlanta Hawks in a heartbreaking loss of 103 to 89 at Madison Square Garden. Ooh, the pain that is going through my body and so many diehard New York Knicks fans. I mean, wow, this sucks, and it sucks a lot. We did not win. We played pretty badly. I mean, the last three games have been atrocious playing so bad defensively we have our star players not coming in the clutch and we we fucking failed and before i get into my rant i want to say i'm still in love with this team i'm still very proud of this team and this team is only going up from here but tonight after clint capella literally tells the media and makes a message that they are sending the Knicks on vacation. Well, what the hell happened? That was the case. Clint Capella was right. He fucking, him and his team fucking embarrassed us. And I mean, as I I say, there is so many things to be excited about for the Knicks. But for tonight, tonight is a sad fucking night. I mean, Jeez, Clint Capella goes after he tells the team that he's sending us on vacation. (laughs) The man backed it up, quite frankly. I mean, in this game tonight, 15 points, 15 rebounds, plus 21. (sighs) He he did his part. Trey Young, who is now officially a Nick killer. With the ranks of Michael Jordan and Reggie Miller, you can now add a whole new generation with Trey Young in the mix. The man, though, <laughs> I was asked, do I hate Trey Young? At first, I reacted immediately and said yes. But you know what? I definitely sports hate him, but I respect the hell out of the guy. This young 22 year old did not get phased by Master Square Garden. After he bows and shoots a three while the whole crowd gives the Knicks a standing ovation, which they rightly deserved, and he banks it, he bows. He told the crowd to be quiet. He said, oh, it got real quiet in there. And you know what? He's right. Uh, Oh, my God. Trey Young owns us. What can I say? And, I mean, just looking at these scores, guys, from the last three games after losing a heartbreaking game one that really could have gone either way. Thrilling comeback victory in game two, but then losing 94 to 105 in game three, then 96 to 113 in game four, and then tonight 103 to 89. Double digit losses over the last three games. Well, we need to eat some crow now because we failed. Everything we did to get to this point, which of course is absolutely appreciated and we're not undermining it. This Knicks team has a lot to be looking forward to. And once I get through today, then we're focusing on next year. But tonight, I mean, the defense, the reason why we got so far this season is because our defense. But when you see so many open shots from this team, 
when you see these stars like Trey Young just straight up outplay the players defending him and showing his agility and quickness, and you know what? We need to have players who could keep up with the star players. That's how you win championships. We didn't, and that's why we're in this position. You have, uh, I mean, turnovers. We're, we're turnovering the ball. So many missed shots. And, of course, I love Julius Randle deeply. And I hope he gets a huge max extension. But you know what? He didn't step up in the playoffs. And we single-handedly could have been in a much better spot if he played his normal self. And he didn't. He didn't take over. You've seen him throughout the series, whether taking where he looks like he's about to take a shot and then does a quick pass to Noel or something. Or he drives a lane and straight up misses it. Or misses open looks. Julius Randle didn't step up to play. And all I can say is I hope he reflects on this during the summer and he's ready to come back more hungry and better and ready to play than ever. That stunk that Nick, that Julius Randle didn't step up. And well, we're going to have to hope that there's better times ahead for Julius Randle. You know what? I genuinely believe he will. He's still a young player. He still has a great presence. This was his first exposure to a playoff atmosphere. So if anything, that now that that's under the book for him and all of the players, we can hopefully see a brighter future. That's the same with R.J. Barrett who was also really bad in the last few games, played a little better today, but not what we were hoping for. Then you have, you know, other things to take strides and be happy about. Obi Toppin showed some promise in this series. Emmanuel quickly still had his shot, and he should have played way more minutes in this series, in my opinion. And then, of course, you have D. Rose, who gave it his all, and he really carried the team on his back. And words can't describe my appreciation to have him. And I hope he's still a Nick. You know, obviously we need to get a, a better, more trusted point guard. And I hope that's what the summer we're focusing on. Because Alfred Payton, get the fuck out. And D. Rose does have minutes restrictions. He is an older player with a lot of wear and tear in his body. I hope we can bring in Alonzo Ball. Some people have brought up DeMar DeRozan to take in that position. Or obviously we can see what we get in the draft. And then, of course, there's the wishful thinking. Like if somehow Damian Lillard can show up or Kawhi Leonard at the forward position. There's a lot to look forward to there, and you know I'll definitely be talking about this in the future when we talk about probably when we have our big NBA preview show next Thursday for the second round and a reflection on the first round. I'll probably give my thoughts on that. But all in all, the Knicks, despite this frustration and heartbreak and wear and tear and just straight up sadness this team is still in a good position even with Tom Thibodeau though this year he hasn't break it, broken his stigma of being an amazing regular season coach and then falling flat on his face in the playoffs whether that happened with the Bulls or the T-Wolves well you have to add the Knicks for this year but you know what I think hopefully a year from now Things will be in a much better position, especially attracting free agents, which we know was a huge problem over the past decade. But now 
when you do see these promising players, Julius Randle, RJ Manuel, quickly, Obi Toppin, specifically in this series, but I think he has some promise to him anyways. You should be happy with what we have. Don't forget Mitch Robinson as well. And Nerlens Noel, who still did play a great game defensively. I'm still maybe flabbergasted, but all in all, we may have been missing what made us great in this series. But just don't forget that the sun is bright, the future is bright, and the Knicks will play well again. They really will. Obviously, I'm going to reflect on this, take it all in. In a week, I'm recording my NBA show that I just mentioned with my buddies who cover the playoffs with me. And I'll have more to say about this series then. But for now, despite how sad, I mean, I'm not sad sad, but you know, I'm sports sad. And how disappointed I am with how the outcome came. I knew the this was over when Trey Young stole the ball from quick in like the eight minute mark. I knew that we have to focus on next year after that. But yep, if I had to sum everything up, awful first round. I mean, in the whole sphere, the but despite the Suns and Lakers game, all of these rounds have been boring and awful basketball. And you know, it's going to step up a little bit. I think the Bucks and Nets are going to be exciting. We'll see what's going on with the Clippers and Mavs, how that turn out. But we all know that the Mavs are winning this despite the series going 2-2. And, you know, if Luka didn't get hurt, they'd probably get swept. But Luka's back, and um, I think that will lead to a Mavericks win there. But we'll see what happens with the Sixers and Hawks, which sucks to watch two teams I'm not fond of right now play. But, you know, obviously I'll be the the bigger man and watch it. But, uh, yeah, we'll see how the Suns and Lakers go, which really has been a whole theatrical production. But, of course, if the Lakers lose tomorrow night, then they can just say, no AD. That's why we didn't win, but... True championship teams don't make that excuses. My New York Giants did win a Super Bowl with a backup quarterback, Jeff Hosteller. But yeah, I mean, forget the uh, forget all that for now. We're just Knicks, though. Despite the heartbreak, we're still Knicks fans for a reason. This team is only gonna get better. I'm excited for free agency. I'm excited for the draft. And you know what? Good times ahead for us diehard Knicks fans. Hang in there. It's going to be worth it for our new Knicks fans. It's only going to get better from here. For our bandwagon Knicks fans, we'll see you again next May. But we appreciate your support anyways. And yeah, at the end of the day, I love the Knicks. And even in our worst days, there's always a way to come back. I mean, I'll leave you with this thought. I remember when the Golden State Warriors... 2014 playoffs got knocked out. They they think their fans got rid of Mark Jackson and Steve Kerr came in. And who knows if a New York Knicks dynasty is on the horizon. We certainly hope so. And why not believe in it and manifest it to make it happen? But bottom line, we can come back from devastating losses. Whether in sports, most importantly in life, We can overcome obstacles, and this is just another obstacle the Knicks are going to go overcome. Again, hats off to Trey Young, even if 
you broke hearts tonight. I respect the hell out of you for leading your team and not being phased by the garden and Trey is balding chants and people being dicks to you. It caps off. You overcame that. And you know what? Respect in my book, honestly. And for the Knicks, we'll see you next year. Brighter and better than ever. And there are great times ahead. Don't forget to check out my complete NBA coverage of the NBA Finals with my great team and friends. We're going to talk about the hoops next Thursday, June 10th. And it's going to be fun after that. We're back here on Monday, June 7th, 2021 with Jake Campbell, Dre Gibbons, and Gabe Mills. And you know what? We'll see you all very, very soon. Thank you for the greatest listeners and fans in the world for making this possible. And we hit 2,000 downloads on the very last day of May. And we thank you for making that possible. And this podcast is not possible without you. So with all of that, my name is Matt Brown. I am the host of the Productive Conversations podcast. Don't forget to like and subscribe to the Productive Conversations podcast and check out all exclusive content on the Productive Conversations podcast website, ProductiveConversationsPodcast.com. I'll see you all on Monday. Have a great and amazing rest of your weekend. Love you all. Peace.